When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the MD's Fantasy Football Show with Dan Mader. Giving you the X's and O's of all things fantasy. And we can welcome Chris back to the show while we do it. What's up, buddy? All right. So hopefully Chris' connection stays strong through this Houston-Carolina matchup. The battle we've been waiting for, Chris. C.J. Stroud versus Bryce Young, baby, on the field coming to fruition. You want to tell me now Bryce Young still the number one pick? Ha, I laugh at you. Uh, Houston, by the way, uh, favored at minus three, 43 and a half over under Houston, four and two against the spread Carolina. Oh, and six. I am cashing Houston Texans as a lock of the week pick this week on the road. CJ Stroud, by the way, guess what? He's a top 12 quarterback for me this week. You're playing him as a QB one. He's QB 13 right now on a points per game average. Chris, my question to you is, is he a starting quarterback rest of season he only has two tough matchups from here on out one and one is against cleveland week 16 in a playoff matchup but would you have him in your top 12 rest of season i think he's a good chance that he could i think there's some matchups i'm a little concerned about particularly this one this week where if you're going to have actually be able to run the ball they haven't been able to run the ball the entire season uh depending on how it kind of moves forward Devin singletary kind of took some you know steps forward before the bye looked pretty good if they can get back to actually kind of running the ball a bit more, I have some concerns that CJ, you know, Stroud will kind of his stats will go down as a result of that. Played a lot of early game shootouts and early on the season, had to kind of make up for some stuff with the defense. So I am kind of curious. I think he'll kind of sniff around that area, Dan. I don't think he's a guarantee, but I think he's a guy that has the upside to definitely be one of those guys that you want to add to your roster just in case. I don't know. All the hoopla in Carolina is that they're switching coordinators to get, quote-unquote, more aggressive with who and with what. I have no idea. Uh, Bryce Young, <laughs> the ACR has him at QB19. That's got to be a joke. Like, a joke. I got him at QB30. No, I'm sorry. I updated that. I have him at QB29 now because of some of the PJ Walker and Will Levisness of it all. But he's at QB29. They got him at QB19. What a joke. I put him in the top 20. You got to be kidding me. Uh, Miles Sanders, let's get to the Miles Sanders and Chuba Hubbard thing. Uh, Adam, help me out here, man. I, 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 I don't feel good about this at all. So I have Sanders ranked at RB26 because he did practice full today. He's expected to play. He's as healthy as he can be. He's the guy getting paid the money. I think he should be the guy who gets the lead. It is a player, the play caller change. What that means for the running back rotation Remains to be seen. There were some comments on a Fra- Frank Reich saying, you know, there's it's definitely going to be a rotation of some sort because Hubbard has played well. I don't know if really Hubbard's played that well. Sanders has been freaking terrible, but partly due to the injuries. Um, this is a good matchup. Houston giving up the ninth most fantasy points allowed. And when I'm looking at this and I'm looking at ECR and I'm wondering, okay, I, I don't love Miles Sanders as much. So why am I nine spots ahead of ECR when it comes to Miles Sanders? And and this is this is what I came up with, which is basically this is who I have ranked behind him, Adam. And you can tell me where and if I'm wrong. 
I have Roshan Johnson behind him. I have Devin Singletary behind him. I have Najee Harris behind him. I have Gus Edwards behind him. I have Darrell Henderson behind him. I have Dante Foreman ahead uh, behind him. Uh, Amari uh, Amari Demarcado behind him. Chuba Hubbard behind him. Damian Pierce behind him. Jalen Warren behind him. And that rounds out the top 36. That's kind of why he winds up as my running back 26. So what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I'd have him below a couple of those guys. Henderson comes to mind first, probably Najee as well. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's difficult with Miles Sanders. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked to see him uh, get the job back or at least an attempt at it. I feel like this is an older school coaching staff where they're going to give the guy the job back the job back after an injury. That being said, he was quite literally the least efficient running back in the league before the injury and i, I do think that uh he more, was he more inefficient than rashad white do you know that off the top of your head i don't that, okay that it, those two were pretty close regardless <laughs> they have to be all of that 3.1 yards a carry to 3.2 rashad white has him by by point one oh yard rashad white's white. averaging 3.2 so that having been said i think part oh, of that was the injury i don't think it makes up all the ground you need it to so I, he's someone that if he has the job, if he has the volume, he's an RB three. If he's getting ten carries, he's worth nothing to me. Yeah, I just, it's just a commentary on that tier that I went through. That, that's just a tier of rotations with high volatile pathways of we don't know who's getting the ball for what. I mean, let's get right into the other one. It's Devin Singletary. Now I'm way ahead of ECR on Devin Singletary. I don't know what crack they're smoking. Uh, I have him at like RB 39. I uh, have him at RB 28. I'm like, I don't know if you guys watched the game before the bye. It looked like he took over. Now, do you want to make the argument that maybe after the bye, this coaching staff still wants to see Damian Pierce be the guy and they try to give him the first crack at it again? I guess you can make that argument. There is a pathway for that. But you also have the comments coming out of the office coordinator like, eh, maybe Singletary is just a better fit for the system, which, I mean, Chris, I, I don't want to speak for you, but I'm pretty sure you and I were talking about that in the offseason that Devin Singletary was a better fit for the system, not Damian Pierce and his running style for this one, especially behind this offensive line in particular. And this is what I want to I want to get this right because Carolina has given up second most fantasy points to running backs. I kind of want to play Singletary if I got him right now. And I'm just tantalized by that. 52% to 35% in snaps in favor of Singletary before they went on by. Uh, he's been dominating the passing work. Uh, uh, Chris, are you with me or ECR when it comes to Singletary this week? I'm with you with Singletary. I think that he's going to be more involved than ECR obviously thinks he's going to be. I think ECR, we're still in your... This is the Damian Pierce effect that we talk about on the show. It's just prefer preferential treatment of certain guys that just love. I don't think the end the coaching staff has to necessarily prioritize Damian Pierce. Is this the coaching staff's pick? No. This guy is a fourth rounder. It's not a high draft capital. This isn't B. John Robinson. This isn't you know Gibbs. This is a guy that they can move on from. And this team has every reason to continue, you know, continue to try to win games. Um, they're right in the thick of the division right now. Tennessee blowing it up. The Colts are still in it. I mean, this this the whole division is up for grabs. So I look at Devin Singletary as a guy that they trust, a guy we've seen getting progressively more and more involved as he got healthier and looks like the better option. Versus Carolina, Dan, I think actually these guys could both be flex options because Carolina has been hemorrhaging to teams, and there's been quite often where two running backs have eaten versus Carolina Panthers. 
Yeah, I do have Pierce's 33. It's still low in ECR, but I do still have him as a flex option. Hold your nose kind of flex option. Same with Hubbard. I'm going to hold my nose because you don't know what exactly what their uh, rotation, their, their their volume is necessarily going to be. We're going to have to wait and see on that. Uh, Chase, I'm way lower on Adam Thielen than the ECR. Yeah. I got him at 12. It's not even a hate. I think it's more a hate price. He's like top five or top six right now. Like, that's nice. It's not sustainable at his age with his ability, with that quarterback, with that offense. <laughs> and part of my problem is, is the play caller situation. They want to get more aggressive. It sounds to me like Carolina is just getting ready for next year. I feel like they're going to go out of their way to try to get Jonathan Mingo the ball. Whether that's right or wrong, I feel like that's the pathway. You don't think this is Frank Wright covering his own butt. That's what I think it is. It's, I th- it could be a mixture of both. I, I don't see why it wouldn't be a mixture, but I don't think those two things are mutually exclusive. Well, also, real quick, though, I, I know you're going to hammer on this, but Thomas Brown does come from the Rams coaching tree, and we have seen those Rams coaching trees be able to have a receiver. But with a slot receiver, if they want to feature you, you do eat. So I, I know you hate Adam Thielen, and there might be this mingle possibility <laughs> taking over. But Adam Thielen's been really productive, man. <laughs> I'm I'm not I listen, and my thing is you can change play callers all you want, but as long as you've still got the same guy throwing the ball, and if he feels obviously the one guy that he appears to feel comfortable throwing the ball to is Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen is still out there, Bryce Young is still out there. You can call all the plays you want, but if 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 Bryce Young is gonna panic and look for his favorite dude, his favorite dude is still gonna be Adam Thielen, he's still gonna be out there. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not necessarily ready to, to dive all in on, on, oh, they, they changed the play caller and that's automatically going to change the, the entire face of this, of this offense. It might change the types of plays they call, but it doesn't necessarily change who Bryce Young at the end of the day is going to be looking for because he's, 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 he's very, he's very much looked like the rookie quarterback. I will say chase. They did sign Jordan Matthews, the, the tight end position. Look so out. who knows? Maybe they're, new guy they're trying to prioritize. Look, Look out. out Hayden Hurst. <laughs> Job security is no longer a factor for you. Look out. If, uh, if they're in his headset, tell him to throw it to somebody else. He, he will, uh, by the way, not a good matchup either. He's going to give him the fifth fewest points to the wide receivers this, uh, this year. So I'm not loving Adam Thielen as a wide receiver one. Sorry. What do you got Matt chase? Can we get, can we get a showdown in here? Chris, <laughs> Showdown on this one. Do you well, I need a number though. I can't do a show. I have him at I have him at 10. I have him actually yep. a little okay. higher Here. than ECR. Chris, I'll just have you piggyback off of uh Chase's number here because that all would right. put us I'll I'll jump at... on that side too. Why not? Okay, good. I'll take all of you on. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. I got not feeling haters. 17, 17. So under 17, you guys win. Over 17, I win. Yeah, sounds about right. That's, that's, a, that's a fair number. I can't wait to see a look on all of your faces next week. Uh, Nico Collins, he's got to be a wide receiver too heading into this matchup. I actually was lower than him on ECR at first, but then I did some tweaking throughout the week and he wound up getting pushed up my board as a result. Uh, as the top 24. Tank Dell, I love Tank Dell. I'm not ready to play him or plug him back right into my lineup his first week back off a of concussion. Uh, I, I My main thing right now with the Houston Texans as far as the receiving group grows, Schultz finally started getting going once Tank Dell was out. So now my question is going to be, do you rotate back to what you were doing before, which is Schultz was kind of getting left out, Tank Dell was doing his thing, or is this going to become a situation where you have um, where, where Schultz is getting staying and more involved, and that takes away some of the floor that Tank Dell was seeing to begin with? So that, that's kind of I do think that's something we have to sit here and watch. Chris, you're smirking. What do you got? 
No, I just think this is like the wild ride, the tight end position where you're like, no. We, yeah. How do we how do we read the you know the tea leaves? Dalton Schultz was crap in the beginning of the season, so we were writing him off and we hated him. But now he's back on the scene. But then is he really back on the scene? <laughs> well, I, and that that is true for the tight ends. But in him, there's a direct correlation from when Tank Dale gets knocked out in that Atlanta game and missing the following week for Schultz, uh, more so than maybe some of the other guys in, in the same situation here. Um, I don't know, Adam. Do you got you got anything on Tank Dell? Are you playing him right away? You're gonna wait. Um. If I'm playing him right away, it's because I'm forced to. Uh, but I don't. I don't hate it. Uh, there are situations in deeper leagues where I, I would. I would do it and not feel too bad about it. I, I think he was one of the best separators in the league. Um, and I, I, unfortunate injury, but he missed a week and then he got the buy. So I'm not too too worried about it. If I'm being honest with you, normally I would be conservative with the guy coming off the injury, but two weeks for him, I'm cool with it. He's okay. a slot receiver, averaging 17 yards a catch. Yeah, one of the best separators. Well, that's the thing about Tank Dell. He, he's not really playing the slot that much, well, surprisingly he, enough. Yeah. They're rotating him in and out. When he was actually out there, he was playing more outside. Robert Woods was playing the slot. It, it, not that he's not playing slot at all. He is doing some yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah. He's, just, he's just alternating in and out. Actually, one of the reasons why I, I refuse to be as big on Nico Collins as a lot of other people because he's his routes are actually less than 80% whenever Tank Dell is on the field. And that's something that's not really sustainable with the production he's been putting up. Uh, as well, but I'm ready to move on to the next.